The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, this is the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to discuss the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers playoff draw for the European nations. But before I get started, I'd like to inform everybody that I am doing okay. Uh, For those of you who saw my tweet that I kind of went on a little cursing tirade because apparently my credit card information had been stolen and the thief used it to buy $400 worth of shit. Uh, I uh, did call the the, the bank fraud department. They assured me that everything would be taken care of even though it would take two weeks to investigate. But they mentioned the temporary credit, so hopefully everything works out within the next couple of days. Uh, I've been stressed about it, but try not to think about it too much. All my friends, you know, who who had who supported me through this, you know, have told me not to worry about it. So, so here I am. But uh, if some of you were, I mean, I, I don't want anybody to take it the wrong way. I wasn't, a, I wasn't too much on a rage. I mean, I was obviously upset, but you know, I'm sure some of you have you've had your credit card stolen before, and you know. It's just, it's just not fun when this happens. I mean, it's bad enough I've already got enough stress on me. It's bad enough that the, the stress level has to get even higher than it already is. So, anyway, I'll keep you all updated. And, uh, well, I was told even by the even by the, the, the dude who works in the, the correspondent in the fraud department told me uh, not to worry about it. So, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and trust. So, there we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are... 12 European countries battling for the final three spots for the FIFA World Cup for the European nations. Now, in my case, France is already qualified, so I wouldn't have to worry too much. I mean, for me, France needs to, needs to avoid the second round of all, at all costs. You've got to qualify immediately, alleviate the pressure. And you know, this time the playoffs is, is being done very, very different. Of course, with the Nations League, it's... Uh, well, it's really more interesting. Basically, it's a, this second round of playoffs is basically, like, like I said, it's a, it's a total of 12 nations. It's the 10 runner-ups runner of the UEFA first round groups. And then there's two group winners from the 2020-2021 UEFA Nations League. So, basically, the groups, the qualifying groups of, of the European qualifiers, all the runner-ups versus two group winners of the of the last Nations League uh, tournament. 
basically it's the two groups that didn't, that did not make the Nations League play, that did not make the Nations League semifinals sort of thing. The whole thing with the Nations League, it's you know even me, uh, I had to actually do some research and learn about all of all of this because this whole Nations League is still very confusing and um, obviously people have not accepted the Nations League yet. They just think it's a worthless tournament. But I like to say, if there's a title, that's if you if you're competing in a tournament and there's a title to be won, that ladies and gentlemen is important. Okay, the Nations League title may not be big like the World Cup. Or Copa America, or the European Championship, or whatnot. Okay, the bottom line is it's hardware. It is a title that you can put in your trophy case. It's gonna go on your resume. It is important, ladies and gentlemen. And I know the international break is frustrating for all the domestic clubs, but look, it's soccer. It's com- competition. It's what we enjoy to see. The heavy, you know, the the big heavyweights fighting for a title. Anyway. So what's different this year is that there's th- it's what they call a path. A total of three paths. The format is quite interesting. Like I said, this is something new. And basically, you know, uh, unlike uh, the previous uh, playoffs, this one will not actually involve two ties, like two-legged ties, like leg one, leg two. That's not the case anymore. So basically, there's three playoffs paths, just like I said, and there's a total of four teams, and I will go through them, okay? So basically, basically each path has like, each path will have like four nations, okay? Remember, it's 12, it's 12 teams battling, so there's three paths, so you do three times four, that's 12. Even I can do that kind of math. (laughs) So basically, each path is going to have four teams, and there's, there's two matches, Okay, like I said, it's one leg. So there's the first two matches, the winners advance to the next part of that particular path, and then the winner of that match takes the World Cup spot, qualifies for the World Cup. So it's kind of like a little. So basically, it's like a, a mini tournament inside another playoff uh, committee. So it's like a, a tournament style. Okay. Now the qualified teams. Now let's take a look at all the second place teams. All uh, the, now these are the runner ups of each uh, group: Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, Wales, Turkey, Poland, North Macedonia, and Ukraine. Okay. Now these are the runner ups of, of those uh, of the qualifying groups of the European uh, qualifiers. Now the two Nations League group group uh, winners, okay, that that advanced. They weren't the best two in the Nations League, so like now you remember in the, in the final last chip. Excuse me, jeez, that Philly cheesecake earlier is really kicking in. Sorry. <laughs> as I was saying, as we remember in the pre- in the last Nations League uh, tournament, which was won by France, the group each group winner was France. Spain, Austria, and the Czech Republic. Okay, and, and as well as uh, Italy and Belgium. It was basically, uh, I think it was like uh, the pot A, okay? Remember, France, Spain, Italy, and Belgium were the final four in the Nations League, you know, the semifinals. We all remember France came from behind to beat to beat Belgium, you know, after trailing 2 nothing. Spain eliminated Italy, which uh, ended that... That uh, winning streak, and then France, and then France went on to beat Spain in the final. 
So the best two uh, runner-ups, uh, the, uh, excuse me, the best two uh, group winners that finished outside of the qualifying uh, phase of the playoffs of the Nations League was Austria and the Czech Republic, I believe. This is what I'm saying according to my notes. Okay? So now we get to path A. Well, before that, I should mention that, that these uh, semifinal matches of... I mean, remember, these paths, like the, these matches, these... Uh, Two matches before ending to a final. It's basically a semi-final. So, path A, there's a bracket. Okay? And, and like I said, you know, I, I'm pretty sure... I, I might not make it clear in the, in the path, but, you know... Each path, you know, again, there's four nations. And there's one match. Like, it, it, it's it's a one match. Like, there's no one or, one leg one, leg two. It doesn't, it's not going to work. It's not going to be like that. So, path A is Wales, Austria, Scotland, and Ukraine. So, that means... The winner between Wales and Australia, uh, excuse me, Austria, will move to the final of Path A, okay, and they they will meet the winner of Scotland and Ukraine, okay, and the winner the winner of that final match, the winner advances to the World Cup while the loser fails to qualify. So, for example, if Wales beats Austria and Scotland beats Ukraine, the winner of the match between Scotland and Wales goes to the World Cup. <laughs> So first, like I said, so if Wales beats if Wales beats Austria and Scotland beats Ukraine, Wales and Austria, Wales and Scotland, excuse me, will meet in the final of Path A, and again the winner qualifies. Okay. Now, this will not take place till next March. You know, this will actually take place a few days after my younger brother, my youngest brother's uh, birthday. His birthday is March twentieth. This takes place. This, these matches will take place. The semifinal matches will take place the, on the twenty fourth, and the final will be five days later. So let's go over the predictions for Path A. Well, Wales versus Austria, Scotland versus Ukraine. This is pretty interesting. Austria, you know, was in the in the European Championship, lost in the lost in the round of sixteen to Italy, although did come close to actually beating Italy, but. Austria really has, uh, well, in the World Cup, uh, well, they did finish second, but I feel like Wales is actually going to pull it off. Now, as far as Scotland versus Ukraine goes, you know, I'll be honest, Scotland was in the, was in the, was in the European Championship, and Scotland has not qualified for a World Cup since 1998. Scotland, Scotland wants to keep the, the momentum alive to the best of their ability. So they want to keep qualifying for tournaments, okay? So I I really have Scotland beating Ukraine, although Ukraine deserves deserves a bit of respect and some credit because they drew they they managed to hold off France twice, okay? Especially in the opening game, which was in Paris, okay? The fact that that that, that they didn't lose to France, I mean that's something to consider. So while I am picking Scotland, I am not. I repeat, I am not gonna count out Ukraine. And this is all due respect to Scotland, okay? But what's really interesting, and I spoke about this with my good friend and mentor, Steve Adams, Wales versus Scotland is definitely something that us strong supporters of soccer, especially the admirers of international soccer, this is what we want to see. Now, obviously, it would be better if it was Scotland versus Ireland, the winner goes to the World Cup while the loser doesn't. That was certainly that would certainly be something that I would want to sit down and watch because, you know, again, this is Scotland versus Ireland. But what we're t- what we're seeing, what we could possibly see, is Scotland versus Wales. But that's interesting too. 
So I have Scotland and Wales in the final, okay? And if that happens, I think, well, you know, I think Scot I think Scotland might actually pull off, you know, something huge and, and qualify for the World Cup, but we'll have to wait and see. So that's path A, because you know you can't count out Wales either. So now we move to path B. Okay? Russia versus Poland, Sweden, and the Czech Republic. Now, first things first, what we know is that Sweden will play the Czech Republic without Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Because Zlatan Ibrahimovic was involved in a bit of an incident against in a match against Spain to where Zlatan knocked down the Spanish player. And of course, Zlatan defended his actions. You know, we all we've, we've always known that Zlatan doesn't give a damn what people think. Zlatan will defend himself. Zlatan is just at the end of the day. I always say this: you don't mess with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And quite frankly, you can think whatever you want about Zlatan. Zlatan really doesn't give a shit about what people think, and quite frankly, he shouldn't. I always say we can say whatever we want about Zlatan, but you don't mess with him. He's a tough sob. He's a, he's a very good player, whether you like it or not. But the bottom line is, you don't mess with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Okay? And no, he's not one of my favorite players because of the attitude. He's one of my favorite players because he's a prolific goal scorer. That's, that's been the case his entire career. I've been following Zlatan since I was a kid. So, so anyway, Russia versus Poland. Well... It was, I mean, Robert Lewandowski would love to actually uh, participate in another World Cup with his national team. Russia, on the other hand, Russia was close to winning their group, but they could not beat Croatia. I believe that Poland may actually hold an advantage on this one. I'm not entirely sure where this game is going to take place. Uh, it's actually yet, yet to be determined, but... But now we move on to Sweden versus the Czech Republic. You know, the, the Czech Republic actually had a very respectable European 2020, honestly. And as I'm looking at it, you know, you, you really can't forget, you know, just how, you know, the Czech Republic, you know, they, they have a little bit of a history of doing decently well in the... In the European Championship, the Czech Republic was were in the quarterfinals where they lost to Denmark. Okay, and we remember in the round of six in the round of sixteen, the Czech Republic beat the Netherlands. Okay, now the Czech Republic is really trying to, you know, keep their momentum alive. Now this game is actually going to take place in Sweden. Obviously, it's going to take place in they called. Friends Arena in the Solna Municipality of Stockholm, Sweden. Now, the fact that Slotten is suspended, that doesn't mean that Sweden's going to lose. It's going to be difficult for Sweden. Now, they, they may have the home field advantage, but the Czech Republic is a team you don't want to count on either. My gut feeling tells me that the Czech Republic is going to pull off an upset. And that is difficult for me because one of the loyal listeners of this show and a very, you know, a guy I truly admire, you know, he's, he's a loyal listener of my shows. 
He's a fellow Paint Train Pipe Bomb um, member. I'm talking about the Lars the Viking, okay? Everybody knows him well, you know, in the pipe in the pipe bomb radio army. And you know, Lars, you know, is pr is proud of his Swedish heritage. He he supports he greatly supports the Swedish national team, and you know he's obviously Zlatan Ibrahimovic's biggest and most loyal fan. So Sweden can definitely win, but so can the Czech Republic. I might have just, I, I may have just said that the Czech Republic is is, is going to win. And this one, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly tell you this. I really can't make an official prediction. This is just a game that I just want to sit back, relax, and just watch. Now, without, now let's keep in mind. Last last time, Sweden qualified for the World Cup and went to the quarterfinals, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic was not there. Okay. And with Sweden, Zlatan has been back lately, so that's really been something, but... The problem is, uh, we'll have to wait. We'll have to see if they can if they can still do well without Zlatan himself. And in Zlatan's case, if Sweden loses, it's really a shame because you know, if Sweden were to qualify for this World Cup, I mean, this would probably be Zlatan's final tournament representing the Swedish national team. But that being said, you know, I I don't know what to expect. And if Sweden wins, you know, we see we, we could see Sweden versus Poland, or we could see. You know, anything could happen in this path, but I really feel like Poland's going to beat Russia, but either way, you know, out of these four teams, whoever makes it, well, you can't, we won't be able to deny that they, that they earned their spot. So now we get to path C, and this is the most interesting one, okay? Because path C is Portugal versus Turkey and Italy versus North Macedonia. That's right, you heard me correctly. Path C involves two of Europe, Europe's big heavyweights. The defending European champions and the 2016 European champions, as well as the inaugural Nations League champions. Of course, Italy, the four-time world champions, who actually did not, who failed to qualify four years ago. You know, first things first, Port Portugal and Turkey... The fact that they failed to secure the top spot in their groups is humiliating for both nations, okay? Italy could not be Switzerland, okay? Uh, uh, that's all it took. You know, they, they could not be Switzerland. No, a, a missed penalty is really what killed them, okay? And I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at the results, okay? A tie versus Switzerland in Rome. Okay, where Jorginho missed a penalty, uh, where was Italy awarded a controversial penalty, and Jorginho failed to convert. So that was the first mistake. Okay, and then Italy travels to Belfast, Northern Ireland, to take on the Northern Irish national team, and that finishes in a zero-zero draw. That's even more humiliating for Italy. Now let's keep in mind, Italy after winning the European Championship. You know, what's that? You know, Italy could not beat Switzerland in, during World Cup qualifications. I'm looking at some of the couple of, of the World Cup qualifying games. You know, Italy even drew at home against Bulgaria. And I'm looking at the World Cup qualifications. You know, they, they start off well. Italy, you know, start off 3-0. and Okay. And then the other draw was, you know, a 1-1 draw at home against Bulgaria, a 0-0 draw against Switzerland, then a 5-0 win at home against Lithuania, okay, 
And then you get to the Nations League, but we'll skip that. And then the final two, we look at it's, it was a 1-1 draw at home against Switzerland, and then closing out with a scoreless draw in North, in Belfast, Northern Ireland. So, I, it's it's argued it's arguable, honestly, if Italy was arrogant, but I always say arrogance has a price. But let's we can't just throw Italy under the bus. I mean, let's take a look at Portugal because Portugal's final outing was a bit humiliating as well. Okay. You know, November 11th, you know, Port- all Portugal had to do was just, you know, was either beat the Republic of Ireland or, or, and or beat Serbia. They go, they traveled to Dublin to take on the Republic of Ireland, and that ends up in a 0-0 draw. I believe in that game, the, the legendary defender Pepe was sent off in that game, meaning he would, be, he would be suspended for the final game. But I'm looking at World Cup qualification. So Portugal started off with a 1-0 win over Azerbaijan. Followed by a 2-2 draw against Serbia in Belgrade. Okay. And then after that, a 3-1 victory over Luxembourg. Okay. And then we skip, you know, they had a couple of exhibitions. And then, you know, then there was the uh, the European Championship. So then, when qualification resumed September 1st, Portugal would beat the Republic of Ireland in Portugal. And then beating Azerbaijan on the road... And then a 5 nothing win at home over Luxembourg, okay? And they could not finish it, you know, which was, you know, earlier this month. Again, a 0-0 draw against the Republic of Ireland in Dublin, and then a 2-1 loss to Serbia. The 2-1 loss to Serbia, I mean, that is really, that, that's a heartbreaker right there, because Portugal scored within two minutes of the game, okay? But could not build on it. So I really believe that Portugal badly, and I mean badly underestimated Serbia. So that's the there's the argument right there. If was Portugal arrogant. Now, arrogance could be viewed as an opinion or not. I always say, look, it's not it, it doesn't matter whether the, whether they were arrogant or not because the bottom line is Portugal did not get the job done and that put them in a bad predicament. The same thing with Italy. It's not whether they were arrogant or not, because the bottom line is they did not get the job done, and they too are in a serious predicament. Okay? And Serbia, and I should have mentioned this, Serbia had two goals taken away. Okay? Two goals taken away. If that wouldn't have happened, Serbia probably would have won 4-1 at least. It could have been worse for Portugal, but hey, well, can't be worse the fact that they lost to Serbia at home. And Serbia sc- scoring in the closing minutes of the game, so... So Portugal suffered big time, you know, suffered, you know, the consequences of underestimating your opponent. No matter, even though you, you may have, you might, you may have all the advantages as far as talent goes and everything, you do not underestimate your opponents. I mean, my national team, France, God knows how many times they've made that mistake. I mean, for all I know, that mistake could happen again because it's a mistake that's, it's, it's a lesson that nobody seems to understand. Nobody seems to learn from. So that being said, and I had to go through all this with, like, like that. So Patsy, Portugal versus Turkey, and Italy versus North Macedonia. <clears throat> you know, I swear, I talked to my dad about this, and my dad is really curious to know how the Italian supporters and Portuguese supporters are, are dealing with this. And I said, well, they got to understand their national teams just failed to get the job done. So they have every right to be frustrated and disappointed in their, in their national teams. But the bottom line is, is that 
either Portugal or Italy will not qualify for the World Cup. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Italy failed to qualify four years ago. There is absolutely no way in hell that Italy is going to allow themselves to fail to qualify for two consecutive tournaments. I mean, how humiliating would that be for the Asuri? The four-time world champions, the defending European champions, to go from winning the European Championship to failing to qualify for the World Cup. That would be beyond humiliating. That would be even more humiliating to what happened to the Asuri four years ago. Italy is not going to allow that to happen again. But at the same time, Portugal can't allow this to happen because the legend, the legendary Cristiano Ronaldo, the next World Cup in Qatar is very likely to be Ronaldo's final tournament representing Portugal. Just imagine if this is how he finishes out his international career. With Portugal failing to qualify, that would not look good for Ronaldo's image, especially with international duty. If Portugal, I, I'm saying this right now. If Portugal fails to qualify, Ronaldo is not going to retire for international duty because Ronaldo is not going to let it finish like this. He is not going to let it finish like this. Now, if Portugal fails to qualify and he announces his inter, his retirement from international duty and says that he is not going to change his mind, I'll just say this. Well, Ronaldo Ronaldo made the made the decision that only he could make. Okay. But at the same time, people are going to remember that he retired after Portugal failed to qualify for the World Cup. But people are going to remember is because they the way Portugal did not win the group was humiliating. Okay, one of these teams is going to suffer, and it's unfortunate that it has it has come down to this. But again, the consequences of failing to get the job done of underestimating your opponents, you. Going back, you can argue, it's arguable whether they, it was arrogance or not, but you cannot deny the fact that both teams failed miserably at getting the job done against teams that they should have beaten. Italy should have beaten Northern Ireland. Portugal should have beaten Serbia. Portugal should have beaten the Republic of Ireland. Italy should have beaten Switzerland at home. Again, that controversial penalty that Italy was awarded and Jorginho, who I believe it was, failed to convert. You see? You know, and I spoke to my dad and somehow my dad believes that Turkey can pull it off. I mean, obviously, I don't mean any disrespect to Portugal, neither does my dad. But obviously, you know, in my case, um, even though I ha I've never done the DNA test, I am pretty sure, you know, my mom actually strongly believes on... On my mom's side of the family, there's there's Turkish uh, ancestry, so in my case, obviously Turkey qualifying, I guess, would be huge. But but I told my dad, let's be real. I mean, if, if Turkey pulls it off, then congratulations to them. I mean, even if they were to fail to qualify for the World Cup, I mean, they could still at least say, well, we defend, we eliminated Portugal, so there's that. But now talking off from a realistic point of view, Portugal's obviously. The favorite. I mean, this game is in Portugal, but keep in mind, Portugal did in fact lose to Serbia. So, hey, if Serbia can be port can be Portugal in Portugal, why why can't you know Turkey could could do the same thing for all I know. But now Italy is going against against North Macedonia. We all remember before the European Championship how when North Macedonia beat Germany in Germany, 
Although this was before that Germany made their their change to a manager before, you know, Joachim Lowe left. Under the leadership of Hansi Flick, okay, Germany has been dominant, okay. So that, that's for Germany. So, so the bottom line is North Macedonia beat Germany, okay, and North Macedonia was in the European Championship. You know, their very first uh, major major tournament. Now they did not make the they didn't make it past the group stage, but you know in their case the fact that they were there is is respectable. But now they, they go through a major challenge like Italy, okay. And I don't I don't see North Macedonia I, I don't think they have a chance. So I see Portugal versus Italy in the final of, of Path C. You know, I spoke about how, you know, it could be, you know, how I just want to sit there when it comes to Sweden and the Czech Republic. I just want to sit there and sit back and relax and enjoy the match. I mean, Portugal versus Italy, that's something. I just want to sit back and enjoy the match. And this particular match, you know, that takes place also March 29th, 2022. It's a few months from now. Oh, boy. You know, I hate to say this, but I think... I think Italy is going to break some Portuguese hearts. Now, if Portugal manages to break Italy's heart, I mean, either way, we're, we're going to see something huge. Either way, a heavyweight is not qualifying for the World Cup. Now, like I said, Italy failed to qualify four years ago. They would not want to let themselves fail to qualify again, especially this time because as the defending European champions. Portugal's the same way. Portugal, all that talent, but you know the fact that you know Cristiano Ronaldo, the next World Cup is very likely to be his final tournament because Ronaldo's thirty six years old. I mean, he's really getting to that point of his career where you know, I'm asking myself, how many more years does he have left? But you know, Portugal versus Italy, I don't want to make a prediction on that one too, even though Italy may seem logically the favorite. I don't know. These kind of games, you know, a simple prediction is just not easy to make. But all I know is one of one, either Italy or Portugal, it's going to be a heartbreaker for one of them. And that is all I got to say about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening. And I will see y'all next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.